Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet it's where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nation yeah, welcome to the modern reformation. Yeah, the bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here. Another Tuesday, super excited as always. Be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And like I do every week, I love to show, start the show off by thanking the listeners. First of all, man, you guys are so awesome. Thank you guys for listening to the bar, sharing the bar, telling people about the bar. That is amazing. Uh, I'm definitely I'm recording in March. This episode probably won't come out to June, but <laughs> I'm that far ahead, y'all. I just realized that, and um, at the end of February, that I am like 14 weeks ahead. So it's unbelievable. Thank God for that. But um, I also love to thank you guys, man, for just being who you are, man. March will mark five years of podcasting. I need a cheer if my guy that does the uh, <laughs> the audio editing put a put a crowd noise right here man. Five years of podcasting, man. And it's been a blast, man. Learned so much during this time and met so many great people. And it's just been an awesome thing to uh, to witness. And like I do every Tuesday, I bring in awesome guests. Have to also shout out my man, Mr. Ed, for hooking me up with another contact, um, getting me in contact with this young man we have on today. And I have on today none other than my brother, Blake. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, man. You you have a quarterback name like Blake Long. Like you should have played quarterback. <laughs> what? Blake I, Long sound like a quarterback, man. I have heard many jokes about my name in my life, even though it's a very generic name. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that one. Right. I, you know, sports <laughs> guy, man. That's the way I thought about it, man. But Blake, first man, I want to appreciate you uh, taking time out of your schedule. Come on my show. Uh, to talk about quite a few things, man. Uh, number one, we'll get into later. But first, I want to want you to uh, introduce yourself to my listeners. Anything you want to share, whether it's personal, professional, you got the floor to do that right here. Sure. Well, again, the the privilege is mine. You know, Ed Ed called me yesterday out of the blue. This is Texarkana <laughs> number, and I almost didn't answer it. And then I then I heard the voice on the other line, that real southern accent. And I realized who it was. Hey, brother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, I, I met Ed. Well, I'm not, obviously, I've never met him in person, but I spoke with him recently because he asked about the book and all those sorts of things. And he told me he was a um, a professor at Midwestern. That's why I graduated with an MTS. And um, and then he he told me about getting hooked up with you. So I was really excited about coming on the show because I had heard heard about your show, heard about um, you're the producer for the 
just thinking podcast. And, you know, I, I listened to that on occasion and awesome. it, it was, it was really cool to be on here. But so a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Blake Long. Um, there, there's nothing real special about me. I'm 26. I've uh, been married for over three, three years now. Um, I live in a small town in Oklahoma, about 20,000 people. Um, graduated uh, college at East Central University in 2013. Getting old. I hate <laughs> it. Um, you know, I say that as I'm 26. I'm right. Sure. That, there's nothing sure old about 26. Everybody's older going. than me is rolling their eyes right now. Um, <laughs> I graduated from, well, no, let me, let me backtrack here. I graduated high school in 2013, graduated from ECU in 2017 wow. um, with ECU. a mass communications degree. Okay. That's, that's in my and, area, uh, but keep going, keep going. <laughs> graduated from Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in 2019. So I did not stop my education. I went straight through. Um, I would love to get a doctorate, but man, that's a, that's more time and more money. And I just really don't care for it right now. <laughs> um, I, uh, we have shell and I, my wife, we have one little girl, Jovi grace. Um, she is for those who are wondering informally named after Bon Jovi. Um, the only reason I agreed to it was because I thought it was a cute name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but I was still able to throw in some some biblical part to that with grace, so I had to do that. Nice. Um, or, or we have another little girl on the way, so I'm officially a double girl dad. Um, her name is going to be Piper Joy. So my goodness, John Piper just came out with a book today. We named informally named her after John Piper, and then he <laughs> had Joy in the middle for Christian hedonism. Man, it's just I'm loving it. No, I um, love she, it. <laughs> <laughs> she is due on September 2nd. And so we are eagerly awaiting that. Um, Jovi came a month early. So we're wondering if that's going to be the same thing for this one. Mm. Um, but so far, so, so good, man. We're praising the Lord for that. Um, we attend um, Sovereign Grace Bible Church here in Ada. Um, we are a small church, just like most Reformed Baptist churches are, but I love it. Uh, on a on a good Sunday, we probably have a hundred people, but eighty percent of those hundred people that come are members. Nice, and so it, it's you know you don't you don't get that in the SBC. Um, <laughs> so it's a it's a really refreshing thing. We've been there for four years, and it's a plurality of elders. It's it's just a really it's a really healthy church. You know there are, there are bad things that happen there on occasion sometimes, but um, for for the most part, it's a really good place to be. Where it's it's a blessing to have that oversight. Um, I currently work in or, or for a nonprofit organization. Um, I, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of the Chickasaw Nation, but I work for for the, for that tribe. Okay, in Oklahoma. Um, and Shell is a special education teacher here in the area. She's been there for five years, so she's a. It, it takes you know, no pun intended, of course, but it takes a special person, and she's that person for sure. Um, so, and of course, I, I aspire to ministry. It's a pastoral ministry, but I'm just just not there yet. So I'm um, taking my dear time and trying to to write and do other things in the process. So that's a little bit about me. Nice man, that is dope. I appreciate you going through that for my listeners. So I want to rewind back, man. How did you get to ECU, Greenville, North Carolina? Am I correct? How did you get there? Say that. What do you, what do you mean, Greenville, North Carolina? What ECU did you go to? 
East Central University. Oh, okay. So I thought you were talking about uh, the ECU, the Eastern Pirates, Eastern Carolina uh, University. No, man. See, this is why I said it at the first, because if you just type in, that's why I was thrown off by that. Every time I type in, if you type in ECU on Google, it's not going to pull that up. It sure pull. isn't. Yeah. 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 That's funny. Yeah. yeah I even saw it on your shirt. I was like, dang, how'd you get to yep. North Carolina? But I see Tigers now, <laughs> ECU Pirates yeah, it does. from North no, Carolina. No, it's, it's a, it's a, I say little, I mean, Ada, Oklahoma is about 20,000 people. Um, but East Central University is, I'm not sure how many people they have there, but it, Got um, you. it's just a division two college, man. Okay. Nothing okay. special about right. it. Most people who go there call it easy credit university. You know, <laughs> I got my degree and got out. So bachelor's degree was all I needed. I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's funny. That is funny. ECU. Man, you threw me for that one. Okay. All right. I had, I was wrote that down and everything. I was like, tell me how that... But no, that just changed the whole interview. But nope. anyway, yeah. <laughs> that is dope, man. And and also, man, salute to, to the wife, man. Special Ed um, yeah. actually did uh, five years of transportation coordinating for a special ed school. Um, hmm. So... I always tell people in special ed, you're either going to be there one day, one week, or the rest of your life. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. When we did okay. orientation, people would come, they'll be there one day and they quit, or they'll be there one mm-hmm. week and then they quit. But then you see those soldiers, man, that's been doing it 20, 30 years plus, man. So hats off to all teachers, Absolutely. but definitely hats off to special, special needs teachers. Uh, like I said, I was in that world for about five years. So mm-hmm. enough about that. We're going to talk about you. Um, you talked about, um, your, your, your church that you're in and, and, mm-hmm. and you really love your church. Um, and, and here at the bar podcast, we love the local church. We love, uh, promoting mm-hmm. the local church. We love telling people to go to your local church. Your podcast is a supplement, you know, the local church is where you should be getting fed. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you mentioned the problems. I know sometimes problems come. It's all because, yes. of you know, because we're in it. That's why we got problems. Right. Exactly. So what has been your perspective as a lay person? I'm assuming you don't have a role yet. What has been your perspective nope. as a lay person there uh, with the church and just the way that it is moving, growing and breathing? Uh, and I'm going to say post-COVID because that's the thing. Yeah. So one of the things I love about my local church is the plurality of elders. Now you're, you're not going to get that everywhere. You're definitely not going to get it everywhere. in SBC. It's not the biggest issue we have to deal with, but it can be <laughs> um, d- definitely just with everything that's going on with Ravi. And of course he wasn't within the local church, but you know, you create that, um, create that paradigm, create that culture with, with stuff like that. And honestly, my, my, one of my pastors just got done preaching a sermon on celebrity pastors and celebrity culture. Wow. So it was refreshing. <laughs> um, so, you know, if I relate it to the problem within the church without getting too specific, there's been, in, in, there's been an issue with um, a former member basically trying to uh, be very manipulative and uh, lure people away from the church. Mm. And it, it's, it, you know, it, honestly, I don't want to make everything in life about the book. It just, it just connects. It does. Um, and it goes back to having the truth, knowing the truth of God, but just simply not loving others well mm. in general. And I think my local church has done a really good job of 
standing ground and and uh, being firm on the gospel and being firm on um, what to expect out of church members. Mm-hmm. Um, they've their names have been tossed through the mud. Mm. Um, the four years I've been there, we have not had to deal. They or it's not we. They have not had to deal with anything like this, and they're being slandered. They're being called names, all sorts of things. But they're take they're they're doing so so good, and it's refreshing to see. Most churches wouldn't do it like this. To be quite honest, most most churches don't practice church discipline. True. If, True. if you don't have a church that doesn't practice church discipline, you can make the case they're not a real church. Mm. It's a social club at that point. <laughs> um, and so it's refreshing to see, though. So you know, with the with the issue we've been having, they've done a really good job. Um, but just in general, it's it's a refreshing thing to see a healthy church because for the most part we're healthy. Yeah, you hear sound doctrinal preaching every week that applies directly to our lives. You, you know, we have a weekly uh, Bible study. Um, so you don't have to go through small groups. You have one study with the whole church on Wednesday nights. It's always a good thing. <laughs> and then we have a uh, bi-monthly small groups with individual people mm-hmm. to make it more personal. Um, it's just, it's just a really, really good thing. And it's a, nice. it's just really healthy church. And it's a good thing to see. Awesome, man. I, I appreciate you kind of walking through that, man. Um, because what you don't you 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 take for granted because you got you at a mm-hmm. good place is a lot of people are not, um, and they're looking and they don't know yeah. what 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 that looks like. Um, you know, as far as a healthy church and plurality of elders and all of those things. And so I'm definitely glad you brought that out. And you alluded to the book, and that's why we're here. So we want to kind of <laughs> get into that a little bit. Uh, let's let's uh, let's start with the title and kind of the premise and the idea of the book. Yeah, so gospel smugness, um, displaying Christ-like character and evangelism. I will I will go on record to say, no, this is a huge deal. It's just kind of a little behind-the-scenes thing. At first, it was going to be the gospel doesn't need your smugness. Mm. And then the subtitle was going to be sharing an offensive gospel with an offended, with an offended culture, mm. which I think, in my opinion, both titles and yeah. subtitles would be sufficient. <laughs> um, I remember relaying the title, the original title to my pastors. They all loved it. One just said it could be shorter. And that's, that's how we arrived at gospel smugness. Mm. Um, which I thought encapsulated the theme of the book almost perfectly. Um, it is a rather specific theme and a specific thing I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty difficult trying to land on a right title, but I think that really shows the theme of the book pretty well. And then again, with the gospel smugness, I knew I wanted gospel in the title, of course. Right. I couldn't figure out for the life of me what I wanted the word to be. You know, you had <laughs> smugness, you had arrogance, you had whatever. Sure. And and I'm thinking to myself, you don't want to be pragmatic, but you kind of have to be. And I'm like, I'm a first time author, I'm a self-published author. <laughs> right. With not a huge audience. <laughs> I want something that conveys the theme of the book, but also makes people take a, a second look and say, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. That's how I came up with gospel smugness. Nice. I love that, man. I love the the progression. Um, you know, I, I'm actually, well, I'm not doing anything, but just thinking is working on their first book. And oh, uh, wow. well, yeah, they, they we we signed a three book deal with founders and um 
the first one should be out uh, in March. You guys listen in June or July, whatever you're listening right now. <laughs> that book should be available. <laughs> but um, but it's interesting to watch the progression of just the writing and the title mm-hmm. and the, you know just getting out. So hearing hearing your side of that is really cool. So um, gospel smugness, man. So um, what give me what what is the you know you kind of talked about how you arrived at the title. What is the I guess the Amazon version of the uh, <laughs> the summary of the book, and then we'll we'll kind of break down into um, some major points and things you want people to get from it. Sure. So you know what? I have the proof copy right in my hands. Very cool. I can't I can't explain to you how many times I've gone through this book to edit it. Man. <laughs> I mean, I had I, I'll just shout him out. I had Russell Meek at Meek Manuscripts yeah. do the rough draft editing. Nice. He's going to make me sound so much more. <laughs> Smarter than I really am. Um, but I will read the back cover. Let's do it. So it says, Christians have some navigating to do. The, go- the, the culture we live in hates the message that we cherish. We know the gospel we share is offensive, but sometimes we make it more offensive by our behavior. Mm. Is there a way to share an offensive message to an offended culture while not being gratuitously offensive? And so in this book, I challenge evangelicals. Uh, let the gospel do the offending, not us. The gospel is offensive enough. Our attitude, our smugness should make the gospel harder to believe. And so what I try to do, I try to help readers to find the problem and point to the solution, which is the solution to everything, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I talk about how you know there's, there's no time to retreat. Um, there's only time to engage. We have to engage with boldness and gentleness, bluntness and compassion. Basically, we have to witness like Christ. Um, so, and that's that's the main thing I want people to take away from it is, I'm not saying don't back away from bluntness or straightforwardness. I'm not saying retreat and don't ever speak to people, but let's look to Christ and, and see how he witnessed about mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's very good. Um, cause like, and, and it's good that you clarify that because people can take that, that message and it's like, well, you know, I'm smug, so I'm not going to say anything, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. So that's awesome, man. Good deal. Okay. So what, um, as far as, uh, you know, the, the, the thing that you want people to, I guess, kind of take away, I mean, I, I know it kind of all sounds, but you know, every author has this thing like, I wrote this book with this in mind. What what was that thing in mind as far as for you when you wrote this book before we yeah. go to the break? So I think this is a part of being a part of reformed culture. Mm. Now, the book is not specifically written to Calvinists. Right. It's written to any and all Christians who can have this problem. But... I think it is very fair to say that this issue is far more prevalent in Calvinists and people who believe in Reformed theology than anybody else. Is you have you have the knowledge in your head. You you know about penal substitutionary atonement. You know about the tulip, and you know about all these sorts of things. Yet it doesn't translate very well in practical life. Mm. Definitely in evangelism. Um, you know, we, we focus so much on getting the message across, getting the truth across, but sometimes either whether we know it or not, we can come across smug or we can come, come across arrogant or condescending or, you know, maybe we're just not reading the room very well. Right. Um, it, it, you know, I talk about this in a book a little bit. I, 
I give a little shout out to Tony Miano. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? Miano? Yep. I don't know. Yep. No, Tony will. And I love the fact that he would be in a coffee shop just sitting there and he has that little uh, cover on the back of his computer that just says, Hey, my name is Tony. I'm a Christian. You want to come talk to me? My spiritual matters come sit down. That's uh, I'm going to butcher the verse, but I think that's Romans fifth Romans 15, seven, maybe be welcoming, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so to speak. Um, just simple things like that. You know, right. uh, we, we need to learn how to be welcoming. We need to learn not to compromise the gospel. Right. That's not what we're saying, but to share it in a loving way. Um, whether you have to be blunt or whether you have to be just gentle, you know? Mm. Nice. Nice. I love that. Yep. Uh, definitely uh, good friends with Tony. Um, and, and like I said, he, he does have a nice gentle way about him, <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. but he does get his point across, man. So listen, that that is awesome. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Crosswise, where we seek wisdom from the word, not from the world. I'm Sierra Whelan. And I'm Jesse Bridges. All right, we're back in here with my man Blake. And Blake on this side of the show, this is the Fun side of the show where we do the bar signature questions, either three questions I ask all of my guests. Uh, you mentioned you listened to my buddy Bob's episode. Uh, so you probably heard these questions uh, asked to Bob and anybody else that's ever been on the bar podcast show get these three questions. So the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? What kind of music do I listen to? Well, really, um, I listen to Christian rap uh, we I, we actually have a Christian rapper who I think is fairly fairly well known in our church. His name is Dylan Chase. Okay, he actually endorsed the book. Um, so you guys you you can go look him up. I think he's pretty good. 
Um, I listen to him a lot. Uh, he's, he's, it's, it's one of those things that's not corny. Mm-hmm. It's not cheesy rap, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like making Christian movies that are just cheesy. <laughs> right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a really good sound and it's sound. It's doctrinally sound. Um, I, I do listen to some of the guys from Rage Records still. I know there are some issues in that camp. You know, but those mm-hmm. those are things I am able to look past for the most part. <laughs> if they don't go too far, sure. some of the things that have been said by those guys, I'm like scratching my head at. But I still love your music so far, right? Um, and that's another thing about the whole the book. You know, it's like don't get so caught up on the social justice stuff. You know, it, people can venture into heresy with that stuff. Yep. They can, but for the most part, I think people just disagreeing on something that's secondary. Yep. Um. I listened to him. I listened to King's Kaleidoscope. I'm not sure you know who they are. I do. Um, they are, you know, b- before I came to Christ, I would have never listened to pe- somebody like that, that type of music. Sure. I was introduced to it and I just love it. I don't nice. know how I do, but I love it. It's that, that sound is, it's, it's different, but I, I really love it. Um, and you know what? There's one song that I'm actually listening to a lot right now and it's by KB. Um, it's his, it's that, crossover man it's with him and casting crowns and i'm like yeah i love it i think it's awesome <laughs> i play it every day <laughs> yeah i got you yeah man yeah no i mean like you said man uh you know i have no quorums or issues with kb or any of them cats man um it, mm-hmm. it, like i said I, it's not like you said some of it goes into uh some of the soci- soteriology you know, uh, the the extremes that are going, but uh, a lot of those guys, mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely secondary. And right. if you're listening, I still love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Next signature bar question, uh, which is interesting. What book or books are you currently reading? Currently, I am devoting most of my time to making sure this gospel <laughs> smugness book is n- not riddled with errors and formatting issues and typos. But outside of that, I am I have been reading a little bit of Bavink, um, the wonderful works of God. I man, you take a book that is timeless and you make it more readable, not like John Owen. Right. It's very refreshing, <laughs> um, and it just makes you feel smart when you read it. I don't know why, but it just does. <laughs> I love. And it. then I'm also reading Drew Dick's book. I'm reading Your Future Self Will Thank You, and I mean it. I, I kind of procrastinate on it, which is kind of ironic, but it's it's a very good book. I, I was reading it this morning, and he was talking about how um, you know self control and, and our sinful nature and all that stuff, and then somehow he was able to um, bring in a verse from the Katy Perry song because baby, I'm a firework. And I'm just, <laughs> I, I even tweeted that to him today. I'm like, I don't know how you did it, right. but you managed to put in that. <laughs> but, but that's that's what I'm reading right now. So cool, man, cool. All right, last signature bar question is, what podcasts or sermons are you listening to, if any? Well, um, I mean, I guess it's certainly okay to say I'm listening to the bar podcast. Uh, yeah, one, one episode does count. <laughs> right. Um, I've been listening on occasion to the Just Thinking podcast. You know, I, I think, uh, I'm not sure who it was that said that on your podcast, but they're three hours long. I mean, the one on Critical Race Theory is three hours long. I can't listen to that all at once. Um, yeah. so I got to do that in segments. 
I listen to the briefing almost every morning. Mm. Um, and then I've also been listening, listening to Dustin Binge's new podcast. Oh man. I which, love Dustin. By Binge. the way, guys, those who are listening, he wrote the forward to the book. So oh, nice. I, I, I imagine I might get many more uh, sales on this book because he's on the front cover. Yeah, but I'm man. okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Shout out to, to Dustin, man. He's been on yeah. the show. I actually invited him back because of the podcast. We got to get that mm-hmm. together. But yeah, no, I definitely enjoy his uh, his his show for sure. Yeah. All right. Anything else you listen to? Um, That's it? No, man. I, I used to listen to sermons a lot on YouTube and stuff like that. But other than that, I've just been listening to... The sermons I hear every Sunday. Yes, sir. You're blessed. I'll tell you that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, listen, this was fun. I uh, appreciate you again coming on the show and um, sharing with us. To the bar listeners, we're going to make sure we support this brother and buy his book. Um, by the time this episode come out, maybe it'll be out. I don't know. <laughs> what's the, what's the I drop? Will say, I will say this. That, so it's weird. I guess this comes along with being self-published, but... Going through Amazon, mm-hmm. um, I'm not able to make the paperback version available for pre-order, but the Kindle version is. Okay. Paperback will be available July 5th. So oh. if you want to drop this on July 5th, that'd probably be the best time to do it. Uh, hey, we, you got it, man. You got. We're going to drop it on July 5th. If that's a Tuesday, I don't, I'm not looking at a calendar. Right, right. <laughs> but man, listen, we're going to definitely put links to it in the show notes. So uh, we support this young brother. Um, you know, put, providing more uh, great content, man. You know, we all love reading the dead guys and and we enjoy listening to them, but we also need to uh, support and, uh, and, and, and listen to uh, some up and comings, I call them. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I'm excited, man. So Blake, uh, I always give my guests an opportunity to kind of close this out. Any words of encouragement, anything you want to share as far as, uh, uh, you know, where they can find you or, uh, you already sure. mentioned where they can find the book and all of that, but, uh, you got the floor to do that here. Yeah, sure. So I, I, uh, I blog weekly. Um, now I blog every Friday, um, at theologyandlife.com, but it's also, it's, it's theology dash and dash life.com. Because WordPress just makes it weird for you. Um, I do that every week. I talk about theology and life and, and how theology impacts life. And I try to, I try to just show readers, um, you know, the, the practicality of theology. And, uh, you know, whether you want to put this part on the air, um, that's, the, the blog is actually the reason the book was written. Nice. Um, I, I wrote a blog about a year ago called The Gospel is Offensive, But You Shouldn't Be. Mm. And as you know, it was the theme of this book, and Tim Challey shared it, and I had never experienced that, and so you know, it gave me the idea. So, but yeah, you got readers can or not readers, sorry, listeners can can find my work at at theologyandlife.com. Um, yeah, that's about it. Good deal, man. Good deal. I appreciate that. Uh, we definitely put links to the blog in the show notes, uh, so you can go and. Check out some of those readings, man. And to the bar listeners, appreciate you guys tuning in to the bar podcast. Make sure you sign up for Inside the Bar. That's the extra bar content, the behind the scenes, the Facebook group. We also have coupons and things like that that we do, as well as live recordings. So $5 a month, cheaper than a cup of coffee from Starbucks. You can be a part of Inside the Bar and get that exclusive content. Also, you guys, make sure you go to thebarpodcast.com. Check out all the shows. Go to thebargear.com, pick up some bar gear. And if you want to check out all the shows in the network, like Just Thinking, like Abide, like Thankful Homemaker, Solar Cast, um, 
Women's Hope Podcast. Uh, the, the list goes on and on and on. You can go to the bar.network. And until next time, you guys, God bless. And we are out. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.